In today's episode, I'm going to share what it technically takes to literally lose or quote-unquote burn one kilogram of body fat from your body. Now, fat loss is a science. Fat loss is part of the human physiology, and it relies on the thermodynamics of the body. So how do you actually lose one kilogram of body fat? Let's get into it. Welcome to the Reach a Peak podcast experience. This podcast is for athletes of all levels who want to level up their nutrition to level up their game. Join me as I explore the world of nutrition, health, and performance. Each week, I dive into a new topic to help expand your knowledge, separate truth from myth, and change your perspective so you can start winning the right way and reach your peak potential. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian nutrition coach. Let's go. Welcome back to the Reach a Peak podcast experience, the official first episode of 2023. I'm excited to be back. Had a bit of that mini break. Hope you didn't miss me too much. I'm sure you didn't. I'm sure you enjoyed your festive season, enjoyed all the food. I hope you enjoyed your Christmas and I hope you have, a, have had a happy new year so far. Well, let's get straight into it. Today's podcast, I've kind of decided to keep it nice, short and simple. And it's really around the science, the, the fundamental science of fat loss. Because I think a lot of you will be trying to focus on fat loss when it comes to you know the new year resolution trend a lot of people fall into. And fat loss is just going to be on the top of your mind, especially if you were working on fat loss before the festive season or if you felt like maybe you fell off track because of the festive season and gained some weight and now you're preoccupied in your mind with fat loss. So I want to break it down, start nice and easy for this year, and then we'll go through, obviously, topics in more depth as the time goes by. But today, we're really literally just talking about what does it take, okay? What does it take for you to lose one kilogram of body fat from a scientific point of view, from a fundamental point of view? Obviously, none of this is advice. Any figures I use today, I'm not saying, yeah, just because the science is exactly this, that's what you have to then do for your own plan because there is nuance and context that needs to be considered when it comes to your nutrition. So keep that in mind when we go into all of this, because okay, it's really important to understand that. Otherwise, you'll get preoccupied with, does this apply to me? Does it not apply to me? And that's just not what you want to be doing. You want to get tailored advice if that's what you're hoping for. So let's get straight into it. So for one kilogram of body fat, we're going to use that as a benchmark because it's just easy to conceptualize. Now, we could convert all of these things to pounds and all this sort of stuff, but I use kilograms and I personally use calories. So we're going to use kilograms and we're going to use calories and it's something that a lot of people use. So it's what we're going to use. So for one kilogram of body fat, that has about 7,700 calories. Okay, so which means that to hypothetically lose one kilogram of body fat per week, let's say, because you know a lot of people work in weeks, and this is assuming obviously perfect execution of your strategy. It's assuming no confounding factors. It's assuming no other things that could be impacting it is in place. And it's assuming that you are doing it exactly as in you're not inaccurate in your, in your approach to your nutrition. It's going to be a 7,700 calorie deficit for that week to lose the one kilogram. Now, this can look like a 1,100 calorie deficit per day. So whatever your maintenance is, let's say it's, let's say your maintenance is 2,500. Then you would have to then cut your calories to 1,400. 
big big deal, right? Like it's it's a it's a big cut. It's it's not it's not a small thing. It's it's the difference between eating a diet that's relatively satiating and a diet that's going to feel pretty darn crappy. And I can tell you from experience from working with a lot of clients who cut their calories a very low amount and also from you know obviously not that low, but from my equivalent low when I've kind of tailored my nutrition in the past, it's a big deal, okay? It's not just as simple as, yeah, I'll cut 1,000 calories. So as you can see, this is probably not realistic nor ideal for most people. Okay, no one really should be going, I'm just going to cut 1,000 plus calories from my daily intake, and that's going to be the best way to approach fat loss. For the 99% of situations, is not going to be the case, Okay. So let's look at it from a different point of view then. Let's look at the math and break it down slightly differently. What if we were to say then, let's say lose a half a kilo, which is a lot more realistic, a lot more doable, a lot more strategic in a sense, because you can really dial things down without kind of overreacting to the fat loss and the weight gain. So for half a kilogram loss per week, we're looking at 3,850 calorie deficit or 550 calories per day. Now we've got something a bit more realistic, something that's a bit more doable. Now I've had personally clients who I've worked with where we've cut a lot less, you know, relative to the 5,500 per day and still achieve success because of the context context and the nuance of their situation. And I've had some clients where maybe I've gone a little bit higher, but generally speaking around that mark is a pretty good ballmark figure if you are just wondering how much it takes to actually just lose a half a kilo. Again, I will preface that by saying that it all depends on your situation, that you might have health conditions or drugs or medications and things like that that are going on that could be influencing it, exercise levels of vary, all this sort of stuff. I'm just saying that at the fundamental level, we're looking at 5,000, no, 5,000, 550 calories per day deficit will achieve about a half a kilogram of body fat loss per week. And then you also got to remember that that's just a very simplistic science in itself. All these figures we're talking about, we're assuming that you're just going to lose body fat. And we know from the science and the evidence before us that that's not the case. You'll lose some muscle mass. You'll lose water weight, all this sort of stuff. You're not just going to be losing the body fat, okay? There's going to be other stuff that's going to be lost as well. Now, I know we're talking about body fat in terms of, you know, the 7,700 is for the body fat. But my point is that you're not just a fat-burning machine that you just lose body fat. So you've got to keep that in mind as well. It's not, it's simple, but there are there are some different factors you've got to consider and some nuance to this, as I keep keep on saying and keep on repeating. But that's what you're looking at, honestly. That's like what you're looking at when it comes to the science. It's 7,700 for a kilogram of body fat. So when you put that in context of, like, let's say, the festive season that we've just gone through, you know, that's where you go, okay, did a day of overeating really ruin me? When you consider that maybe you went over calories on that day or two by maybe 1,500, maybe let's say exaggerating and go 2,000, well then let's say that that's then broken up over that next week. That's not really much, not enough to really put on that amount of weight that you're hoping for. It's, it's the progressive intake that causes this. And also for a lot of people during Christmas time and New Year time, they're not only consuming more calories, they're actually consuming more salty foods and they're consuming more carby foods. Two things that hold on to more water weight. You may be just replenishing your water weight because you're replenishing your glycogen or storing more because of, for example, the sodium. So there's there's other things to consider. It's not about being hard on yourself. I just wanted to really do this podcast to ease into the new year by looking at the facts and the science behind fat loss to give you some perspective when you move forward with your nutrition, especially if it is towards a fat loss goal. So I hope it's helped you out. Obviously, if they're saying that you want me to clarify 
or if you want to ask me a question, I am here to chat. So just send me a DM on Instagram at The Climbing Dietitian. All the links are in the show notes below, so you can contact me whichever way you will want to achieve, whichever which way you will want to contact me. <laughs> that's what I wanted to say. Got ahead of myself there. But yeah, that's what I want you to do. If you want to have a chat about it or clarify something, get in touch. Otherwise, I really do hope this episode has helped you, given you something interesting to think about and give you some fun science, okay? Science can be fun sometimes, can't it? <laughs> to, to think about when it comes to your fat loss. So you're not just thinking about oh, food and calories and that. There's, you know, Let's think about the, how it actually looks at the most fundamental level. So yeah, that's this episode done. I hope you've enjoyed it and I shall talk to you next week and stay safe, stay classy. Talk to you soon. See you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast so you can stay up to date whenever I drop an episode. And of course, if you enjoyed today's podcast, remember to go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. You can also find me on socials where I regularly post valuable sports nutrition content to help you elevate your sports game, elevate your nutrition game, and reach your peak potential. Simply search for The Climbing Dietitian and be sure to click follow. Until next time, stay safe and stay